Hey guys, welcome back to Mantalk.ke. Thank you for coming back for another episode. Uh, we're so excited to be here. This one is quite special. I'm going to tell you all about why after I tell you about where we are. Um, as normal, we are back in Kofisi. We're in Nine West. And what's really special about this location is there's a lot of tech in here. So if you're a creator, there's like a podcast space, there's a green room. There's a lot that you can do in here. As well as that, co-working space equals network. So if you want to build your network, especially if you're into content, etc., Nine West, Kofisi, the link is down below. Really hope you come to enjoy the space too. Um, so thank you, Kofisi. Now, um, <laughs> Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. I'm going to give them context as to why we are jittery, excited. Oh my God. Well, I am, anyway. Um, so this shoot was supposed to have three people. Unfortunately, they could not make it. So we are all about innovation here at Mantalk. <laughs> In a VA shine. Uh, I'm going to regret this day. I can already tell. <laughs> so when we realized it's not going to happen, we said, how do we pivot? The center of our business is pivoting. Mm, and we mm. did that today. Okay. So we said, we've done an episode back in season five yeah. where it was getting to know me. Okay. And we decided, you beautiful people are going to get to know Oscar. Because I feel like both of us are quite different online. Like I've exposed a certain amount of myself that I'm comfortable with in terms of my page, etc. Relatively new to social media. And now you're on Man Talk. So there's a lot of like, you know, theory and your mindset is explained, but we want to get to the crux of how you got that mindset. Because yeah. you give a lot of value, but we want to know where did that come from? How did you grow yeah. as an individual? Um, so, you know, every time a guest comes, Oscar, mm. Mm. <laughs> we have a set of questions and it's very easy to ask them. <laughs> First of all, guys, I want to say this. Um, if you look carefully, I am being here, I'm being here, held here against my will. Yeah, you can see. There's a bit uh, of... <laughs> <laughs> the, set, the production team, everyone has said, Oscar, this is actually opportune. This is the time for it to happen. Yeah, and sure. um, I'm very, like, I may not, I'm very open. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but yes, there's limitations with <laughs> limitations. <laughs> certain boundaries <laughs> that I've put in place uh-huh. that I feel uh, Eli is about to transgress. Yes, yes. This is correct. <laughs> and hence our excitement as to how exactly uh-huh. this episode is going to go. Yes, yeah. Eli, please remember. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow morning, I'm still your business partner. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Listen, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Um, today, yeah. we get to see his wonders performed. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> mom, you'll like that one. Right. So, uh, I feel so good right now. I can tell. I can tell. So, Oscar, like I mentioned, we always ask questions to guests. It's very easy. Okay. But today, I want to ask you the question that you came up with in our template. <laughs> you always, when there's a man here, you say, Tell me one thing yeah. that is positive for you about being a man. You've asked that question a million I mean, times. I've asked it a million times. But now okay. it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I think, I think like for me, the thing I love most about being a man mm-hmm. is the ability to, and you will see it in my story, is the ability to completely reinvent and recreate yourself mm-hmm. from a place where like, you know, you weren't, necessarily happy with the direction your life was taking Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to a place where now you're actually contributing to society in a way that you are happy with Mm -hmm. i feel like as men um it's often understated like Mm -hmm. if you want to improve your fitness you can Mm -hmm. put in place a routine and actually get to that place if you want to increase your knowledge based on a specific subject Mm -hmm. you can begin to expose yourself to that literature if you Mm -hmm. want to expose yourself to business, you can educate yourself on business and actually implement the frameworks that you're learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. for me mm. is the biggest asset I have as a man. Because mm. as I continue to grow, I continue to add value to those who are around me. Yeah. So my enlightenment mm. 
I'm not enlightened, but like my enlightenment and the journey that I've taken to get more enlightened and to get wiser, mm. I can see other people benefit from it, and it's mm. an extremely gratifying thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, which literally ties into our whole thing of growth is imperative. Exactly. Right? So evolving as a, that's that's a brilliant answer. Fun fact: I knew you'd say that because uh. we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this, guys. I didn't know he'd know that. It's <laughs> We talked about this in Social House, remember? Yeah. We talked about this because we talked about the reinvention as a man. Yeah. We do talk like this off camera too. <laughs> and I remember you saying this. Remember when we sat there and said this episode is all about? I told you that. Oh my God. Yeah. In trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. Yeah. Um, so the next thing, at least in a season, there's about eight episodes. Yeah. Six of them, you'll mention South Sea. No. And that's. <laughs> Oh, we're having too much fun here. Okay. <laughs> Minimum of six. Minimum okay. of six, right? Yeah. Um, so I want us to finally understand this this whole this amazing place that you tell us about a lot and how it's formed you in your formative years and how you still are regular there. You like where you have come from. I love where you I love where you come from. And so that's that's a beautiful thing. So I want us to explore that. Yeah. Um, which ties into the question that you always ask guests. Tell us about where you grew up and how that's informed. Yeah. you are as a man today okay yeah so i'll, I'll take it i'll dial it slightly back so uh-huh. i was born in eastlands which is mm-hmm. um omoja mm-hmm. so my mom was a lawyer so um she when she got me she decided to move mm. into a larger house and so mm. she found um <clears throat> a publishing house which was called Sasasema. Yeah, um, I yeah. don't know, when we were kids in Kenya, we used to have um, a lot of books. So the company, the founder of that company, her name is Laila Luce. Yeah. So she taught me English. She basically taught me how to read and write. And so I was exposed to a lot of culture at a young age. So uh, the Star Wars yeah. theories, the comic book, the Marvel life, the DC comics. So I was literally raised yeah. in a place that was just full of books and movies. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. So I could see the creative process that writers used to go through. Yeah. That's comic, like comic draws, like shout out to Tuf. I don't know if you'll ever see this. Mm. Gado, who mm. used to draw news mm. columns. Um, those relationships I've had like since I was born, literally. Yo. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like I was exposed to a lot of that multiculturalism mm-hmm. when I was very, very young, like when yeah. I was in nursery school. Yeah. So. I grew up in that. Um, I grew up in that house, in that environment, just learning as much as I can, reading a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Um, computers was also something I discovered because Lila was very much American, mm-hmm. so I learned a lot mm-hmm. um, from her and from spending that time in that house. So I grew up there. Um, the first um, house manager I grew up with, her name is Joy. Actually, owns a school now. Mm-hmm. She like now she's the one who used to feed me. And she tells me till today, like, I'll never forget that if I wanted you to calm down, I'd put to a, to a story and you just sit. Ah, yeah, good taste. Yeah, yeah good come taste. on. Yeah, Bo- good born right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the, there's context here. So when I started in South B that way, mm-hmm. so that kind of multicultural inclusion mindset mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. was taken to South C. So South C, soon enough, obviously, my mom, you know, our family grew. So mm-hmm. we couldn't, I couldn't live in that publishing house anymore. So we yeah. moved to South C. And by that time I was um, six, seven. Mm, mm. But like you always have to remember that my background was to be more inclusive, to be more yeah, exposed, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So around that time, mm. um, I was growing up seeing now a lot of communities in South Sea. So you have the Somali community who just mm. come um, come in from Somalia because yeah. there was um, I was born in '94, so around um, the civil war had mm. happened in Somalia. So a lot yeah. of immigration had come in 
You're talking right, migrants right. and coming from Somalia. Yeah. And you know, instead of, a lot of Kenyans, I think, instead of embracing, there was a little bit of friction, because instead of embracing um, the new culture that was coming in mm -hmm. and this influx of new people, mm -hmm. there was still a lot of, um, mm. you know, there's still a lot of unsettlement. Right. And there was also a need to feel mm. that, like, the, you know, you need to occupy that new space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was very, very young, um, this, when the Somali boys would come in mm -hmm. and we'd play with them, mm -hmm. like we'd play football. Yeah. If you didn't like, if you did, if they didn't embrace you, yeah. like it would get rough, like really oh, rough. Right. But if they embraced you, it was like a brotherhood. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. I understood yeah. that when uh -huh. I was very, very young, like eight, nine, ten. When we were playing football together, I'd be with Ali or Mari. Yeah. So while other like some Kenyans would look at you know like um, the Somali community in a certain way. For me, mm, mm. these are people I grew up with. These yeah, are my brothers. Yeah, like yeah. you can't, you need to watch your mouth. Exactly. Yeah, and you know yeah. what happens if you don't watch your mouth. Like yeah, I was yeah, telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up mm. in kind of that setting. Mm -hmm. And South Sea, the other thing that it also really has is that there's a lot of musical history with mm. South Sea. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We where I grew up, the songs we used to skip to yeah. come from. Um, the Ogopa DJs. So Ogopa yeah. DJs, the base of Ogopa DJs was South mm. Sea. So a lot of mm. the artists, K-Rapt, Isa, mm. um, I think Kleptomaniacs as well. Yeah. Um, all those, the Ogopa DJs crew, mm. those were the guys who I grew up listening to. Mm. And that culture of music and rap and hip hop yeah. is very much what came into. While other people were playing football and all that, yeah, yeah. for a lot of us growing up in South Sea, soccer was there, but basketball right. was like hip because yeah. of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so like basketball. So mm. it's like it's a huge part of who I am. Mm. It's a mm. huge part mm. of who I am personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like so these friendships that I have had like since that those informative stages, mm -hmm. and I will shout them out. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'll shout them yeah. out yeah. as you continue to ask your questions. But there. Mm. Are, Friendships that's come from there that have yeah. made me who I am today. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, South Sea is big for me. From what you've said, I can literally see every trail. Yeah. The shoes, <laughs> still. The brotherhood thing, yeah, still. Yeah. And you know what's really funny about the, I don't know funny is the right word, what's interesting about that is you know when people come from different backgrounds and they get to like 19, 20, they're like, I want to go travel and I want to experience different cultures. Yeah. You had it on your doorstep. Yeah. So that growth for you happened before and people literally pay a lot of money to go and be like, I want to go and immerse myself in the community, understand exactly. how different people live. So that's, yeah. that's incredible. And understanding the value of books. For, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the value of literature and yeah. how you get to experience other yeah. lives yeah. through literature, like Harry yeah. Potter, things mm, like Harry mm. Potter as an African. Like we've read, yeah. a lot of Africans have read Harry Potter. Yeah. And that allowed us to kind of understand the British way of thinking, mm, mm, you know, mm. the kind of yeah. separatism that you yeah, see, the yeah. class system. If, why, would, why would J.K. Rowling... Or, Right, mm. about muggles and magicians. Yeah. Why would she feel the need to separate that mm. if she didn't mm. come from a society where those separations mm. and those divisions actually exist? So, yeah. small yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually never allowed to read Harry Potter in my house. Really? Parents were very Christian and said, nope. No, we're that, we're witchcraft. Hey, that is the lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> witchcraft. Witchcraft. Yeah. Um, so, um, that's one area of growth. That's in your formative years. Exactly. Quite young. And I know you, you left that environment, etc. afterwards. Yeah. But I want to know if now we're looking at the scope. Okay. Of Oscar, that was the formative years. There's where you are now. There's the in between, like the uni stage. Uh -huh. Which part of your journey in your life are you most proud of the growth? So, like, is it the formative years, how you grew there, like the uni stage, or like now as Oscar? No, I need to say that. Traps, <laughs> 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 uh, traps everywhere, guys. Traps. Follow up question. Yeah. Tell us about this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. So okay, now. So let's. So I've, I've, like I said, um, 
I kind of come from a background where like education and literature is something that's been taken seriously. And mm. then, you know, the kind of brotherhood and teamwork that comes with, you know, growing up with mm -hmm. friends. Um, mm -hmm. Now, when I was, when I hit form four, this is very important, right? When I, when I hit form four, I, I did very well in, uni in primary school, right? Form four is how old? Just for my um, 16. Okay. Oh, sorry, for context of the area. So um, primary school in Kenya runs from... Um, around, um, I think, the, the 9 to mm -hmm. nine to 15. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, around yeah, 9 to yeah. 15. Then um, secondary school is 16 to uh, 8, like, no, 15 to 18. Okay, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, nine, yeah like, 14, 15 to 18. I started school slightly earlier, so yeah, 14 yeah. to 18 um, mm -hmm. is, is secondary school. And okay. um, I have one of my friends who I've, I've had since I was in nursery school, and you, you know him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, he is literally yeah. my dad. Like, yeah, yeah. He can't open the files and tell you, oh, Foscar, this is, this is how you do it. Yeah, yeah. And for him, I can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So when we got to high school, we went our separate ways. Mm -hmm. um, I, went to, I went to boarding school in Meru, actually, mm -hmm. earlier than that. I went to boarding school in Meru. Mm -hmm. Did really well um, yeah. and went to Alliance. Now, when I was in Alliance, there was mm -hmm. a shock mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I went through because, like, you know, you're used to, you know, a certain, yeah, a certain lifestyle and yeah. stuff. So, like, I didn't do as well as I should have in school right, because right. I didn't adapt to those environments as well yeah. as I should have. Yeah. So I went, I went through that. Then in my fourth form, took education seriously again, then managed to do relatively well, then went to law mm. school. Mm. This, this is very important for context because you have to now start seeing. So in mm. law school, mm. I now started the culture of kind of challenging myself. So mm. uh, because like um, I went to Strathmore Law School and, and I was in that kind of pioneer class. So these are like 60 of the, be the like the, some of the best and brightest people I've ever met in my entire life. Right, right, right. And during that phase, um, I feel like there was a lot of discovery that happened, but there was also a lot of winning. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, there was like yeah. that, mm. okay, now my mm. first time, like now I want to go out of country, going to India. Yeah. And then going and interacting with, because mm. I went to India to teach English through mm. ISEC, shout out to ISEC. Yeah. And then I interacted with now an international community. And I found that those investments that I made when I was very young, like you've said, yeah. paid off because like they were finding, he's African, but he has he, this context to conversations that yeah. he has. The comfortability. Yeah, and he's be. so comfortable and so yeah. confident in himself that he was actually like taught from a very young age. Mm. And you know, also my mom and dad like drummed it in my, in my head, like you're, you're not, you're special, yeah. you're special. Like you can, yeah. do, you can do great things if you set your mind to it. So that's kind of, that's upbringing that my mom gave Amazing. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Assisted me a lot in India. Mm. So, I'm, so now the winning starts. So I now enter that season uh -huh, uh -huh. of like winning. Mm -hmm. So finish first year, I start doing really well. Then now I have a plan, mm. um, second year, third year. Um, good, I went to um, Cisco now for my internship in my, mm -hmm in my third year. I used to be in oil and gas. Now here's a funny, now I'll tell you about my career. Like I used to love oil mm. and gas when I was younger yeah. because I knew that like, you have to remember the context of the cultures that I come from. Um, South Sea, for the, uh, in case I went over that part, is not a high mm. income. Yeah. Um, I don't come from a, a high income kind of neighborhood. Mm -hmm. It was like a lower middle income neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And at the time, maybe lower to upper. Yeah. But at that time, it was lower middle income. So yeah. you, Im yeah. like yeah. that's why the immigrant population could really mm. interact that's with us. Right. And that's why there's that, such, that healthy yeah. mix of culture. Yeah. But like when I went to Strathmore, every day I'd see a stream of people walking from Kibera, which is the largest mm -hmm. slum in Africa, yeah. going to work and walking back. Mm -hmm. And I'd literally like leave class mm -hmm. and join that queue and go home, yeah, like walking. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go play basketball. Yeah. And like it kind of sunk in my head when I went abroad, when I went mm -hmm. for that India trip, that poverty is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. all of us are living in this bubble, but poverty is this really real thing. Yeah. So I developed a passion for economics, finance. 
uh, when I guess like money management yeah. because I had kind of seen the mm. quality of life, the disparities that exist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know like the legal profession in Kenya is one of those places where those disparities exist within mm-hmm. the legal profession. Mm-hmm. So you'll see the lawyers who live ridiculously well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there are lawyers who live in yeah. an average way and yeah. those who are climbing towards yeah, that. Right. So like when I was very young I kind of caught that the fact that like now the quality of life and you in my own life had continu- continuously grown so yeah. be so see yeah. and then now I live yeah. somewhere else yeah. where yeah. like it's now yeah. upper middle class because yeah. so I, those differences really informed uh, my exactly the decisions I made as a young person. Mm. So when mm. I went to India and then I learned more about giving mm. back and how you can contribute I came back now with new energy. You see, so uh-huh. I came back with that knowledge of your you can actually contribute towards positively mm. changing people's lives. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it was like I was woken up like uh-huh. Uh-huh. during that phase. We'll get we'll get that. No, I'm this is <laughs> enthralling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um so once I went through that, like you can see now I'm in a phase yeah, of life yeah, where yeah. I'm winning. I I go get an internship to London yeah. because like again, like just because of being proactive, yeah. managed to fly off to London in the middle of my third year. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Dr. Louis Franceschi. Mm-hmm. I went to his office, knocked knocked his office and said, I have this opportunity. How do I, you know, yeah. what do I do? He was like, nah, it's semester, you worried about that? No, there's some, I'll talk to the faculty, we'll figure out a way. Right, right. And like, they made me have that experience of going now to London. Okay. And that's why me and you mm-hmm. have a very yeah. kind of healthy relationship because yeah. like from that experience I had mm. going to work for Cisco in, in the UK, yeah. I kind of, me and, because I understand kind of mm. the young, um, young Londoner's life because yeah, I yeah, lived yeah. it for literally three, yeah. four months. I lived yeah. it and I spent a lot of time with people in London, people yeah. of color yeah. and yeah. the disparities that are there mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah. the people who are, let's say, mm. posh. Yeah. Because you can imagine when you work in a company, mm. especially um, the way I kind of got that opportunity, yeah. You, they put you right in the middle, so they want to show you everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you're showing the, the guy who comes to work in a Tesla, then yeah. it's 2015. Yeah, yeah. And when yeah. no one knows what a Tesla is, but yeah. he's uploading, he's updating his, mm. his <laughs> car <laughs> through using a phone. You know, meanwhile, in Kenya, we still yeah. don't know how to buy iPhones because they're too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, kind yeah. of just seeing those disparities and even the law school I went to, going to Europe and the trips mm. that were there. So, like I said, mm. university for me was winning, right? Right. So I get a really good job at that time is when I decided to like to myself to settle down and find a girl, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, get a, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, so at that phase of my life is when like everything is at its peak, mm-hmm. right? And then now between 2017 and now between 2017 and 2018 is like what I call the great crash like, mm-hmm. of my life. So right, like right. yeah, I've talked too much as an interviewee. <laughs> so I will pass him over. So those uh, those experiences yeah. um, that you've talked about, because I wanted to find out about the most. So you're proud of that moment of growth in terms of going yeah. uni, winning, etc. And there's a really funny thing you said there. I keep using the word funny, not funny, but a really interesting thing you just said there, where you found the culture of giving back, right? Exactly. Do you still feel that that's something that maybe it was a seed planted? Exactly. Stuff's happening now. You've been able to do things even like what we're doing now because of that because it's, it's the same energy yeah just it's in, same different, energy. in different areas exactly yeah, same energy because yeah. i see that passion energy. when we talk about what we want to achieve with this yeah i still see that thing where you want to now because one of the things you've always said to me is when you were going through the time we're about to talk about there was no platform there was no one that looked similar to you similar age not too old not too young that could say positive things about your situation yeah because typically what we find is that 
a lot of the media that we consume as young men here and everywhere else is yeah. toxic and because it seems to sell. And there's been a trend even if this, when this goes out, if it still be happening about men and podcasts and the toxicity that comes with that. Yeah. And one of the beautiful things that you said, which makes me so happy to be like one of your partners here, is that your thing is you want somebody that's in that two year dark place we're going to talk about to have a reference point of two guys that can say, wait, no, there's yeah. a positive way to do that. Yeah. I say that to say this, right? We, a few days ago, we were talking about the, if I was to give it a name, the gong experience, right? And I asked you <laughs> before we rolled, do you want to go there? Um, so I'll let you dabble how you want to do it because I think it's a very transformative phase of your life. Oh, my life, yeah. And this is now speaks to our whole objective of this. There might be somebody in that gong experience. Yeah. And if they see the other side, this guy in the Nikes, there's like a green... There's <laughs> yeah, there's, a, path. A, there's yeah. a path. So it's not all, you know, yeah. it's not all doom and gloom. So um, as comfortable as you are, like to talk about it, tell yeah. us about that gong experience because you so, said that was so winning. So the gong experience, like, yes. okay. Yeah. So this is literally the mountain. The mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so around 2017, yeah. man, like yeah. I experienced this like radical shift. Um, mm-hmm. So 2016, mm-hmm. um, new job, new relationship, mm-hmm. new like everything is like fantastic. Like the seeds yeah. that I thought I'd planted before, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was now starting to think, and the way yeah. I rationalized it is now mm-hmm. now I'm reaping the fruits. Yeah. Like here I am with this fantastic person who I love. Mm-hmm. Here I am with this um, job that I really really enjoy. Yeah. And like my graduation pictures were literally just me. Like, just yeah. I'm winning life <laughs> yeah, now. You know, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I've worked in all these. So I'd, I'd by that time I've, I had considerable work experience. Um, mm-hmm. So like when I got my next job, so I started working for a company called um, TI. And the University of Humboldt was doing a survey for land corruption at that time. And yeah, I can say these things because the book has been published. So. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah. So, I I so you check yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can say these things because it's already been published. So we did work with um, Transparency International and the University of Humboldt to. So, University of Humboldt has this interesting program for development where mm. students from Germany come to Kenya and look at Kenyan problems and mm-hmm. try and come up with solutions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, basically, they're lever- teaching the guys about rural development by mm-hmm. bringing them to Kenya, mm-hmm. which is a good call. Yeah. Um, so I worked with them and published, co-authored this book called Land mm-hmm. Corruption Risk Mapping. So that time, I'm telling you, flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also now had a dissertation that I wrote now on, because the, the Cisco experience, remember before I was into oil and gas, yeah. but the Cisco experience made me love tech more. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of created a passion for um, cloud computing and mm. data protection. And then I wrote a dissertation on that. Mm. So mm. when I finished that year, um, which is 2016, I got a job offer to work mm. for um, a certain um, um, software company. Um, so at, like, I could now you know, mm. use that skill because they saw yeah. my dissertation and they were like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. We're yeah. thinking about expanding into Kenya. Then 27 rolled around, 2017 mm. rolled around, and I was supposed to go to law school that year because uh-huh. I graduated in 2016. So 2017, I was supposed to go to law school. What does Oscar do? Oscar decides, hey, let me defer this and focus mm. on work and, right. and all hey, these man. exciting new things. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Say less. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to say not gonna say anything. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Mm. And then. So, so now, mm. it's an election year. That's yeah. the part that little Oscar didn't know. Right, right. And what happens in election years, and you'll see it even this year, mm. is that if you're running a business that's um, if you're running a business that's sales based, mm-hmm. the ROI of that business is very much dependent on volume mm-hmm. of sales. Like mm-hmm. if you're not able to actually hit volume mm-hmm. when it comes to mm-hmm. making sales, and if you're actually not able to create a sustainable business that has a fort during that mm-hmm. period of time, 
you're going to be financially stressed yeah, as an organization. Well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And in Kenya, the thing about it is um, before COVID, we used to have a five-year business cycle. Yeah. If you're caught in the downturn of that mm. business cycle as a business, it can be a yeah. risk to the bottom. Yeah. And so that's something I learned while working because right. um, when I was, I had no business experience and shout out to that company for believing in me. Mm. But like I was working mm. now with actual distributors of our product and mm. like I could see kind of what, you know, the effects of the business on small and medium-sized mm. enterprises. Mm. An election year for some people is, yeah, bumper year. Yeah. yeah it's a nice time to, like, let's go and re, re, um, condense yeah. power. But for the small business owner, mm. it's hell because mm. everyone's conservative. Nobody's yeah. spending. Yeah. So what that ended up happening was that the business I was working for wasn't doing as well. Mm. And so what ended up happening is now guys started getting laid off. Right, right, right. And meanwhile, uh, because I've made some money, mm -hmm. I mean, my youth, me, yeah. I'm out here enjoying. Yeah, of course. Obviously, the net effect of that is the relationship that I've started mm. to work on in campus starts mm. to suffer because mm. somebody's looking at me like, you're, you're focused. What's this character that I'm seeing? Yeah. So then that own, so I kind of contributed to my own demise because in yeah. the sense that instead of looking for content, because there's no content where mm. someone is told like, yo, when you hit this level at life, yeah. Something about saving, yeah, something about investing. Forward, not now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you're going through emotional pain, mm. don't express that emotional pain by spending or mm. partying. Mm. Yeah. Now, um, <coughs> the content that was online was alpha. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Dude, yeah. like, yeah. dude, like, if, 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 you know, if a relationship breaks down, you know mm. what you do? Go to a club, yeah. spend all the money, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. get another one. Yeah. Get another, eh? Yeah, like, you know, that, yeah. that whole, like, you're the prize. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. you are. Don't yeah. forget. But like, yeah. <laughs> you are. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. But yeah. like at the same time, um, like you don't have to be self-destructive. Yeah. yeah. And like there was no content out there that was like telling me self-destructive behavior isn't helping. And the fact mm. that you're seeing all these stresses mm. doesn't necessarily mean that you have to contribute to your own mm. kind of injuries. Yeah. yeah. So like, so then just the downturn went. Like finally that, that company had to close down in Kenya mm. because there were no sales. Gosh, yeah. So um, I was favored. I like, like so all of us had to go home. Mm. Um, I decided to go now to campus in 2018. Go back to mm. law school in 2018. Obviously, the relationship because of my silliness died. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Like, that emotional pain was left. So how do you deal with losing a relationship you're really passionate about, losing a job you're really passionate about, mm. um, losing kind of a situation that was very stable, mm. being the star boy among yeah. your crew? And here's something else that you'll notice, right? When you're up here, all the guys oh are like, gosh. oh, this is our lion, this is our yeah. nana, this is our what. Everyone's there with you. Everyone. But wait till the crash happens. Yeah. Uh -huh. When it rains, it pours Yeah. Around. So when I moved to, so I had to, he calls it Ngong. So I moved yeah. from, so I moved house. So I decided, yeah, I need to kind of clear my space. So I moved to Ngong, which is about like um, 14 kilometers from Nairobi. Mm. And I decided like to like start building life from there. Mm -hmm one of the most fantastic experiences mm. I've ever had. Because while I was there is when I decided to like now do the work to repair myself. Yeah. And all the people who I met there, unfortunately, um, we were scattered. I feel like mm. all of us went there for that specific period of time yeah, to just yeah, yeah. heal and reset. Yeah. And like when I was going through that great reset, 
you know, like now figuring out like, okay, what mm. does it mean to be a guy yeah. doing all the crazy things? I could do I could do it in this place of solitude. Yeah. And like that incubation period of my life uh -huh. where I was alone and I was like figuring out what I wanted, the literature I was exposing myself to, yeah. the books I was exposing myself to, Jordan Peterson, yeah. and like the way yeah. I always tell you, like this guy is actually transformative if you take your time. And that time of isolation for my transformation, mm. Mm. that really allowed me to like, like now contribute the way I do. What's one the main thing you learned during that isolation period, like the one thing that you took from it? I think the whole experience from 2017 to that transformation, like people call it that, but like that, that period for me, the thing I learned the most was you can be right. Mm -hmm. You can be absolutely right to mm -hmm. feel certain things. Yeah. But justice is not something that is earned. Justice is the rare thing. You know, in, in your yeah. life, you might sit down and think, yeah. You, you're right, so you're not entitled to suffer pain or to mm. suffer loss. Yeah. You can be absolutely right, by the way. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. 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 The observations are correct, yeah. but the pain is still there. Still, yeah. 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 I think it's because we're just fed the narrative since we're a child yeah. that at the end of the movie, it all works out. Exactly. It works out. If you did bad at the end of the movie, movie yeah. the good guy's going to come. The good guy's going to come Superman's and win. Superman's always coming. Yeah. Right? Hey, Superman's always yeah. You're out here saying, you know, you're out here thinking that just because you're a good person, yeah, you're yeah, you always going to like be in a certain reality. Yeah. Ask not the truth. You can be a good person, but still yeah. have to. Bad things, yeah. Face I was having this conversation literally with my mother. We were like, because something bad happened to us, like from someone outside. Yeah. And then she was like, I don't worry. You know, if you do. And I was like, Mom, no, he might be fine. Yeah. He might be absolutely fine. Yeah. He might thrive. Exactly. You, you might be. And, yeah. and, and this is something, um, this is something, um, you're, you've, you've touched me. <laughs> 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 this is something. I have a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, his name is Ndogo Moshemi. Yeah. And I told you the thing that we do together, like that private yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And like, we're going to go somewhere. Mm. Uh, but it involves prayer. It's not, nothing crazy. Mm. Where we go and pray. Yeah. Um, Ndongo Moshemi watched the whole thing, like mm. the whole thing unfold. Yeah. Like we were in situations where it's just me and him. And like the question I always used to ask him is, where is the justice? Like I don't see, yeah. like where is the, like yo, what's, what exactly? I admit that there's some things I've made wrong, but like is it, is it worth this? Is, this, is it does worth this? Does the pain match yeah, does the, the pain, action, does, right? Yeah, does it, like is it worth what yeah. I'm going through right now? And you know what Ndongo, Ndongo and I determined and mm. like we follow this law to, Till today, time will tell. Mm -hmm. Time will always tell. Yeah. Like if you if you take if you're the type of person who okay now you're causing pain at people and and you think for a second mm. like you think for a second mm. that at some point down the line yeah. like you will not suffer for that thing that you have done. Yeah, it happens. And most mm. people are like, I admit that sometimes the, the good people suffer for nothing, mm. right? And even you cause suffering as a person because no one is entirely good or evil. Mm. You'll always find that there's there's kind of a baseline. Mm. But like every action you make contributes to a chain of events that are invisible completely to you. For sure. For example, for us, yeah. we did Mantok. We started mm -hmm. it. We mm -hmm. said, okay, let's try and just be that positive voice and see what happens. We our lunch was yeah. paid for for yeah. the first time. Yeah, we shout that guy. Shout out, out to that Bill. It was the most incredible moment. Yeah. Because you know you can think you're just doing your thing. Yeah. Tunnel vision. No, and you're thinking about no, my goal is this. Our goal is there. Yeah. Right. But then we would taken aback by someone that's saying, listen, yeah. what you've done so far has done this for, for me. For me, yeah. Like, and he was like, it's been transformative, let me pay for your lunch. He said, what? What? Because yeah. that meeting, we're planning a year ahead uh, yeah. and what we want to achieve. So it's really nice to have those moments to be... Yeah, like yanked into the yeah, second. Like, you've done yeah, it you've now. done this yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And time will always tell. Time yeah. is always like that. Some, you might be thinking, like for example, mm. you might sit down and think, okay, 
um, this person's gotten away with it. Yeah. But like, yeah. okay, fine. Sit back, yeah. really, yeah. and analyze the context of your situation. Mm. If you're really going to do the self-work and the self-development and the drive, mm. Mm. in the end, yeah. you will always see the results. But sure. if you don't, mm. you will also see the results. For sure. Yeah. Because around you in your environment, other people are doing it. Exactly. So by yeah. nature of life, you will yeah. be left behind. Yeah. Um, so that's like you up until this point, right? Okay. Um, if you remember when this, we were in... Carol Tea Lounge once. Yeah, right? let's go. Yeah, and uh-huh. we were talking about because we do lunches to get to know each other better. Like mm. you know, we start this thing. You can come on set and leave, but to sit down, and we had a, a proper proper chat. Yeah. About why are we doing what we're doing, even outside of like man talk? Why are you going hard in your career? Why are you thinking about you know going away to further develop your education? Why am I thinking of wanting to develop my businesses and a market to help a young business, young other young businesses? And the answer that you gave me was incredible because it was even what we were recording on that video we sent off that you said to me that your goal is to be able to be that guy you can come to when your friend's kids need something so you want to go to the top of the mountain and say guys yeah that's all how do we get up here yeah. i want to know where that came from and to go into that a little bit like your your goal and why your goal is related to helping other people like where does that come from do you see okay so the chain of events so far in my life has been that's kind of the brotherhoods that are formed, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like me and you now. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. we have my friends Alex Ndongo. Yeah. Um Hassan. These people, yeah. shout out to them. These are people who I grew up in South Sea. Yeah. Um, grew up with um in in high school. Yeah. All of these people have contributed so significantly to who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Right? And for me, if I sit down and put a goal that's self-enveloping, like for mm-hmm. Oscar, Oscar wants the big house, the big guy, the beautiful girl. I've experienced all that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, in yeah, my yeah. time when I was winning, I've experienced nothing for, oh my God, I have this amazing mm. life that I've built yeah. for myself. Then I saw what happened what, when it was taken away. Mm-hmm. And then I looked around and saw, okay, who's left? Yeah. And the ones who stayed true to me mm. um, are the ones who, for me, I always say, like, I owe so much to you. Like, you don't mm. even know yeah, how much yeah. I owe to you. You don't yeah. even know how much I think about you. And I, yeah. and I cherish, like, yeah. The fact that we have this relationship, mm, mm. and for me, I just what I want my way of giving back would be to actually uplift you and the mm. next generation yeah. to be able to kind of get to this mountain top. Because if we get that together, mm. suddenly you see we've created, we've kind of destroyed a lot of generational curses, yeah. a lot of narratives around Africans that are so yeah. negative. Like, yeah. at what point is it that yeah. people agree that it's okay to consistently show mm. malnourished mm. babies? As yeah. Africans, at what point? Who you get what I mean? Call, right? uh, who made yeah. that call? Who yeah. made that call for saying, mm. um, as Africans, we don't have the capacity to uplift ourselves? Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing that in my own life, it means that even your son can do it. Yeah. And you don't yeah. know who else he'll bring along the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And in years, yeah. that compounds. Mm. You know, mm. you don't change a community by inspiring a million people. You change yeah. a community by inspiring one person. Yeah, yeah, and you're immediate. So yeah, exactly, right. one yeah. person. Yeah. One yeah. person, once, you, once we start man talk and then we mm. see another guy started it, what do we do? Come, 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 yeah, come. Yes. Please, Beryl, yeah. where are the cameras? Yeah. You, you, <laughs> and we encourage you guys encourage to do it. And you encourage it, right? yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how you do it. Mm, mm. Yeah. The fact that that's your philosophy and mindset just speaks to the reason as why this works, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also, Nikes. Please. No. <laughs> it's important. Sneakers are an important part of the mindset. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We are in our uh, mid to late 20s. Mm. We had an amazing episode with Michael Shearer talking about fatherhood. <laughs> and we all said... <laughs> ah, this guy. <laughs> I'm on four. I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, and one of the things we even talked about afterwards, like, that's a, 
that's a stand-up like dad, right? That's mm. a stand-up guy. And you're obviously doing all this self-development. You want to uplift other people's kids, etc. <laughs> from what you've experienced in life, Oscar, <laughs> from South Sea, <laughs> now we're bringing it home. This is the home stretch. From South Sea to Gong to now the pod. Yeah. There's a vision you have for Oscar as, as a guy, right? Yeah. Through that journey, what's the lesson when Oscar is now accomplished, ready to have a child, and the child is two years old? Mm. It says, Dad, tell me about your life and what you learned from your life so far. What are you going to tell him? Oh, okay. Whew, I thought I was going somewhere else. Thank huh? God. Oh, no, I was, I was, <laughs> I was going somewhere else. I saw it. I said, Woo! let's not throw him on that one. Why am I going to tell my two-year-old son? Yeah. I'm going to tell him this. It's a very simple thing. Um, uh, it's a Swahili proverb that I'm starting to understand more and more. Because mm-hmm. it means basically when men are fishing on a boat. Mm-hmm. So you go to the farthest end of the boat to fish, mm-hmm. go to the left side of the, the bow, you go to the stern, but where you'll come back is right at the middle of that boat. Right, right. Yeah. So like... You always have to remember that to have your own center, to be mm. centered around your community, your culture, your people, your values. Because mm. mm. you might go left and right around the world trying to achieve things. But mm. in the end of the day, you're your own base, you're yeah. your own center. So mm. you must have a sense of identity. Mm-hmm. And he is the descendant of two chiefs. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I will throw that in there. Yeah. Miru. <laughs> he is the descendant of two chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. His is a lineage of great men. Uh-huh. So he... The blood is thick. The blood is thick. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, he must have his own sense of identity and his own sense of purpose. And whatever sense of purpose or sense of identity that is, mm. I hope that I'm alive enough to see him live it through. Mm. And if I'm not, maybe he'll watch this back and know that that is the most important part mm. of being a man in our culture. Mm. It is like you have your own sense of identity. You have mm. your own sense of purpose. Mm. Because mm. once you have that, the world will listen to you. Mm. And you will not listen to the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the answer. Dude, thank you, man, for mm. like sharing your story. I'm glad you evolved as I was evolving, evolving all the way over there in England and that we met here and we're doing this. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's lightning, you know what I mean? It's lightning, baby. Yeah. Lightning, baby. Hey. Yeah, yeah, come on. Um, so, that was, that was Oscar. That was Oscar. I hope you guys have enjoyed the story, the journey, and maybe now they understand why we speak like we speak, why he speaks like he speaks, and why we care so much about the platform. Yeah. Because it's to do with that journey of growth and what we want to continue to do here. So, yeah. That was an episode of mantalk.ke. Yeah. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, share. Season it. 9. Season 9. Season Class. 9. It's, a, it's, it's steep. And it's the best part one. is it drops in two parts, you know? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for watching. As always, thank you, Kofisi, for this lovely, lovely space. The link is down below if you want to come and have a nice co working space. Very good rates as well. We'll see you on the next episode next week of mantalk.ke.